Hello and welcome to the Sunday Jumpstart Podcast, a weekly podcast helping goal getters ditch the excuses, do the work, and make ish happen. My name is Jessica Lauren, and you are listening to episode number 49. everybody welcome back to the sjs podcast you all a few weeks ago i threw up a poll in my instagram stories i'm at no real jewelry by the way in case you missed it but anyway i asked you all what are some topics that you would like to discuss over here on the podcast i got a ton of responses thank you to everyone that took the time out to participate and one common answer that i saw repeated over (laughs) a few times was that you guys wanted to talk about whether or not you should say yes or no to an opportunity like do I take this promotion do I move across the country should I do this brand partnership right sometimes opportunities pop up and it looks so good and on paper but there can be a part of us that's like kind of being a little scared like is this right for me does this align so today we're going to talk about whether or not to say yes or no to an opportunity and how to come up to that decision right I'm so excited about today because a lot of you guys really really seem like that was something you were totally interested in and it's something that I deal with all the time so I think that if you've been stuck in the middle of the road situation where you're like I could take this opportunity but I'm a little bit on the mm, you know fork in the road status then today's episode is for you now before we jump into today's episode this is your time to shine every week we shed some light on how you are winning in your life. This week's listener win comes in from Celeste Carr. Let's take a listen to how she's doing big things in her life. Hey ladies, it's your girl Celeste Carr. You can follow me at the Celeste Carr on Instagram. I am the founder and chief worry her of the Celeste Carr brand, a lifestyle brand which is dedicated to empowering women of faith and women entrepreneurs to take bold action towards becoming the woman of their dreams. I am also the podcast host of the Radical Pursuit podcast, which you can find on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. One of my wins this week, I meal prepped all of my meals, my breakfast and lunch meals um, for each day this week. And as well as being intentional with being more engaged with my audience and really living my life out for God and sharing the gospel in the marketplace. So girl, Jessica, keep doing what you're doing. You are so dope and so phenomenal. I love um, your podcast and um, ladies, I look forward to connecting with you on social media. Take care and God bless. Wow, Celeste, thank you so much for your kind words. That's so sweet, girl. You are dope and phenomenal too. I love that you meal prepped. Meal prepping for breakfast and lunch or dinner is so hard. I could do dinner, but the rest of the meals, they'd be like, girl, pass me that bagel. So congrats that you are taking care of your body, making sure that you are being super intentional and engaged with your audience. Go girl, keep on shining, keep doing your thing. If you want to find out more about Celeste and her brand, be sure to check her out over on Instagram. She's at the Celeste car and that's car with two R's at the end. Listen, if you want to come on the show and share how you've been winning, whether it's big or small, 
all. It's super duper simple. All you got to do is follow me on Instagram. I'm at no real jewelry. Slide into my DMs. Once you get into my DMs, there's going to be a small microphone button. All you do is hold on to that button, state your name, your Instagram handle. Tell us what you do. This is your opportunity to get your pub on, honey. And then give us, you know, a quick 60 seconds on how you are winning in your life. It could be something super huge like I graduated. I'm about to get into law school. I started my business. Or it could be something super small like, listen, I found my favorite candle at Marshall's. And that's the one candle that brings me so much joy and peace. It helped me get through my crazy week. Whatever it is, we want to start celebrating how we are winning in our lives. We spend so much time focusing on what doesn't work. That is my duty. I feel like this year to be like, hey, yo, we winning whether we feel like it or not. So if you want to participate, be sure to just follow me on Instagram and slide into my DMs. Now that we have official SJS podcast business taken care of, let's slide on into today's episode. So a couple of weeks ago, me and one of my closest friends, we were kikiing on the phone, girl, just, you know, talking, catching up. And she was telling me that her job that she's been with for well over 10 years um, is creating a new position for her, right? Basically, they're thinking about it. They're toying around with it. Um, And they approached her just like, hey, girl, You've been doing such a phenomenal job, not only here, but across the entire district. She's a teacher. Her test scores are through the roof. She is a star teacher. She has a good relationship with her kids. You know, she's she just doing her thing and has been doing it consistently for years. Well, she's at the point in her career where they're like, listen, you are a wonderful teacher, but we want you to come out of the classroom so that you can be basically a coach for other teachers. It's going to be kind of like a supervisor role, right? So we're just talking about it, hashing over the details. And she was excited about it, rightfully so, right? We all have that dream of moving on up in the company. Well, some of us. Um, and but it was she was also met with a little bit of resistance, right? Um, as much as she was excited, she was equally parts just nervous, right? She was excited for a new salary increase. Come on, somebody. She was also excited for what it would do for her resume. Um, but then she hit some resistance when she was just like, wait, hold on. But I had other goals. You know, I don't even know if I want to stay in this industry. I want to buy property. I want to travel the world. Does this mix? And so, you know, we were figuring out the pros and cons of what it would look like if she accepted this opportunity in her life and what it would look like if she did not. And so as we kept talking, she was just like, yo, Jessica, is it normal um, for me to feel some fear? You know what I mean? Like she was like, I can't tell if I'm being, you know, just a little bit nervous and rightfully so because it's an unknown. I'm a little bit uncomfortable or am I just being doubtful of my credentials? Am I being afraid that I won't measure up in this new supervisory role? You know, do I have what it takes to carry a team on my back? And I was like, girl, those are both very valid concerns. And she's like, no, but for real, how do I tell the difference? How do I know if I'm moving in fear or if my gut and my instincts and my spirit is telling me, hey, whoa, day, you know, like slow your roll. Let's think about some things. And I thought that was a really good question. 
And what we kind of broke down is that it's a little bit of a mixture of both. You know, in previous episodes, we talked about the how we were created with an inner critic or just that that guttural thing that's within us that's like it was created to be like, hey, calm down. <laughs> there is danger surrounding us, right? Um, and I read this in this book. I talk about it all the time. It's called Playing Big. And Tara Moore, she is a Harvard graduate, businesswoman turned like self help coach. I love her book. I read it constantly and I listen to it all the time on Audible. Anyway, she just kind of breaks down the science of the role of the inner critic, right? Back in prehistoric days when we were just cavemen and cave women, you know, on the hunt, on the prowl, living amongst animals, naked and afraid style. Y'all know that's my favorite show. Um, that we, like God developed this person in us to be like, hold up, wait, there's a saber-toothed tiger outside of the cave. Make sure <laughs> That you know that before you go out there hunting. Well, the thing with that inner critic or that that warning sign spirit that we have inside of us is that it doesn't know the difference between a new job opportunity that's been created for you for your job or the difference between a saber-toothed tiger that's going to come attack you and your kids inside your cave, right? So... Anytime any new situation comes up, whether it's good or bad, your body is going to resist it because it, its main job is to keep you safe and to keep you comfortable. And if you are in a position where you're going to be uncomfortable, your body is going to be like, uh-uh, even if it's a good thing. So let's say you've been in this toxic situationship, right, that you hate and makes you miserable. You're not feeling confident. He tears you down, tears you up. You know what I mean? And you start thinking like, I don't like this. I, I need to break up with him. The minute you make that choice, your body's going to be like, but wait, what if he's the only one that'll ever love us? But wait, ain't he cute? Ooh, but wait, girl, he pay your bills. Oh, wait, who else going to have fun with you and take you to the movies? right? It still wants you to be safe. So whether the decision is a good decision or not, your body is going to be like, hold up. She's changing something and change typically means danger. But what we know as free thinking human beings that are capable of creating change in our own lives, we know that everything ain't dangerous, right? A new promotion at your job is not going to kill you like a saber-toothed tiger would, right? You starting your business, yes, it's a risk, but it's also not going to, you know, just put you in true harm's way. You moving across the country to a different city that's more vibrant and has more opportunities, it might make you uncomfortable for a season as you're trying to make new friends and find new jobs. The promotion might make you uncomfortable as you're trying to figure out this new way of moving that you're not used to. You know, um, starting that business might feel uncomfortable and scary because you've never done that before. But at the end of the day, you are not going to lose your life. But your warning, your internal warning system is like, yo, stop it. So I told my friend, it's absolutely normal that you feel afraid, that you feel a little stuck and frozen. That's your body doing its job, right? I remember years ago watching Sally, Jesse, Raphael, or Maury, or somebody, they had this little girl on there who... She couldn't feel, she she had no fear. Like she did not have that inner critic or that internal alarm clock that would say, yo, stop. And so she would just jump off a slide and break her arm. She would reach over the oven while the fire was on. She didn't have any pain indicators. So she was hurting herself. So when we do feel fear, that's that same mechanism that's saying, hey, that oven is too hot. Hey, don't jump off the slide. You're going to break your neck, right? But we have to teach our bodies and say, hey, in 
inner critic, I hear you. I love you. What you're saying is so super valid, but let's do some research. Let's sit down and do a pros and cons list. Let's see if this aligns with my goals before I just say a hardcore no, just because it feels uncomfortable, right? There is so much growth and blessing in those uncomfortable spaces, but a lot of times we don't get to explore that because that internal warning system went off. You thought it was like, oh, that's a sign that I should not have taken that opportunity. What I'm here to tell you is that that alarm clock is going to go off whether you are making a good choice or bad. So you have to delve a little bit deeper and do the work to make sure that you're not passing a good opportunity by just because you feel a little icky, right? Feelings always change, but you have to tell your inner critic, hey, listen, those are valid concerns. Together, you and I are going to explore that and, and then we'll get to the bottom of that. Um, I think one thing that we all try to do is try to shut that inner critic down and be like, girl, you stupid. I'm not I'm not afraid. I'm fearless. Do, do, do. No, baby, you do need to be afraid so that you are making sure that the financial risk is worth it, that the strain you're putting on your relationship to start this business is worth it that you know putting your kids in daycare so that you go back to school or aftercare whatever is worth it so that fear is good you just can't get swallowed up in it right you have to be like hey body I hear you I honor you you are a part of the system that God has made for me so that I can make sound decisions but let's do the work together to do it so that's what I told her and we were eventually coming down with a pros and cons list and we check in with one another to be like hey how you feeling and yes it feels icky and weird but that is absolutely natural so let's say you just got an email hey becky hey becky girl we want to give you a promotion hey Susie girl this opportunity at this school over in switzerland just opened up it's time for you to move hey john netta <laughs> um you know um that grant that you applied for you got the money now it's time to show up and show us your patent i don't know you know get creative with what you want and you're like okay I know I've been dreaming about this I know I want this but I'm just stuck what do I do let's talk about it all right so the number one thing that you want to do when you're presented with an opportunity and you're just stuck in the middle of the road one place to start is to go back and grab that vision board. Go back and grab that journal where you wrote all your goals down. Go back and look at that Pinterest board that has your legit visual vision for how you want your life to look in 2019 or in the month of May or whatever. You know, go back and look at that Google Doc that had your three year, four year, five year plans on it. Take some time to look at it and read it and see okay, wow, how did I want to feel this year? How did I want this year to look? What type of money financial goals did I have for this year? So that when you're presented with an opportunity, you can already see right then and there, does this align with what I want my life to look like this year? And does it align with how I want to feel? Does it align with where I'm going in my career, right? Go back to the drawing board. That's the really, really good place to start. Just grab your journal and just read. What did I write when it was November, 2018, right? And you wrote in there, let's say you're a photographer. You were like, you know what? I really want to step out on faith and start my photography side hustle. You know, my nine to five is great, but I'm not being fed creatively. I love taking pictures and oh, here go a few bloggers I like to work with. I love doing fashion shoots. Oh yeah, I want to go to New York Fashion Week. And you know what? While I'm at it, I would also like to make a supplemental income of $5,000 a month off of this, right? So let's say somebody comes up to you 
a blogger slides in your, your, your DMs. Hey girl, I love your pictures on Instagram. They are so beautiful. You are so talented. I live in your city. I was wondering if you would like to take some pictures of me for free um, in exchange for exposure, right? And you're like, oh my God, this is a, I think this is a great opportunity. Um, I'm reading back on my journal, looking at that vision board. Okay, it does align with my goal of being a photographer. Yes, check, check mark. Okay, we doing good. It does align with my um, request to work with bloggers because I like fashion. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Then we get to the payment part, right? You said you wanted to make $5,000 supplemental income from your photography business. And she's talking about doing it free for free. So that's when you're just like, oh, it doesn't really align, right? It has two out of the three things that are very important for me, right? So then you keep reading your goals. You go over, you know, that was your career side hustle goals. And then you see maybe for your financial goals in that same journal, you wrote like, I really want to get out of debt this year. Like I cannot play with myself. I got to pay off my credit card. And then you say like, hey, I'm tired of living the paycheck to paycheck, right? And so you're like, okay, I also, outside of having a side hustle goal of, you know, shooting bloggers and, and getting more exposure and, and making this $5,000, not only do I want to make that $5,000, but I also have this goal of being debt free by the end of the year, right? And so that could be a good indicator right then and there where you could be like, okay, this doesn't necessarily all the way align with what I want for myself and in my life this year, right? So then that gives you a whole wealth of information right there. Okay, this doesn't align. What's your next step? Well, I don't want to say no because it, it meets two out of the three criteria, two out of the five rather. Let me slide back into her DMs with a response, right? Now you know what action you need to take. The action is, hey, boo, I, that's so awesome. I'm flattered. Um, Actually, here are my, my rates. I charge $150 for one look for one hour. Let me know how you'd like to proceed, right? And she comes back, oh, okay, girl, $150, awesome, here you go, right? So one way to know how you want to move when opportunities pop up is to go back to your why, go back and read that journal, go back and look at that vision board, go back and look at those goals. That can tell you your yes and no right then and there, right? And then you can figure out what compromises you want to make or how you're going to move. So let's say you're still that same photographer, right? And instead of the girl saying yes to your 150, she was like, oh my gosh, I don't really have it. I'm so sorry. Then you could be like, okay, dang, is it worth me doing, you know, compromising, and, and shooting with the blogger and doing a fashion shoot without getting paid, but maybe she'll tag me and I'll get more exposure and she'll recommend me to some blogger friends, then maybe that is worth an investment, right? So just make sure that you go back and look at your why. Um, that is has such a wealth of information. I think sometimes we don't do enough review of our goals or we just have a vague idea. But once you sit down and really read what you wrote and be in constant contact with that and constantly be tracking it down, it could give you a lot of answers to how you want to move and move intentionally. Last week, we did an episode, episode number 48, about moving with intention, right? Living life on purpose. Um, I used the quote from Maddie James. She said, nothing happens by accident when you are intentional, right? So again, if somebody poses an opportunity with, to you and it does not align, you already know because you're moving with intention. I'm not accepting that. Or I will accept that, right? Up to you. Now, if you haven't 
had a chance to sit down and write your goals or you still you know, aren't clear of how your vision is for 2019, one amazing resource that you can you know, download is um, from this company called Inc. And Vault. It's I N K, like an ink pen, and Vault. V O L T. I'll be sure to leave it in the show notes. Inkandvault.com. They have these amazing planners. They're a mix of bullet journals and just planners. Um, they have these guides on their website and they have a 2019 planning workbook. It's about mm, 10 pages and it just asks you some super pertinent questions to help you get super crystal clear on how you want 2019 to shape up for you. So here are just a few of the questions that they ask in some of their worksheets. Keep in mind, these are downloadable PDFs that you can print out. They are absolutely free. They are just really good journal prompts to help you discover, okay, what are my goals this year? How do I want to feel this year? How do I want to react and interact with the people in my life? So for instance, number one, um, it asks, what are some areas in your personal life that could use attention? What do you want to achieve, improve, or change with your career or job? When it comes to relationships that you have with your friends, family, and acquaintances, where do you put your time and energy? What are the things you want to learn next year? Books you want to read? How will you improve yourself in 2019? What would it look like if 2019 went perfectly what would you have be do what do you want to leave behind you next year so it's just a really super super duper good resource um i use their worksheets before i bought their actual planner i love their planner use it every single day so check out inkandvault.com and click on their 2019 planning worksheets i will be sure to link it um again you gotta know what it is that you want before you can say a yes or a no so be sure to go back and check out those goals. A second thing to consider when you're, you know, just trying to figure things out in your life is will you enjoy it? How will you feel? I learned this from Lovey Ajay. She's the author of I'm Judging You and she has a new deal with Shonda Rhimes to come out with some TV shows. She was like, whenever I make a decision about accepting a speaking gig or a writing gig, here's something that's so important to me. Um, She said she used to just say yes to anything that came her way because she was just thinking exposure, exposure, building my audience, building my audience. And if you're in this creative entrepreneurship business, I think a lot of us are thinking about that. How do I build my audience? How do I get exposed to a bigger audience? So like her, I kind of was in the same boat. You want me on your podcast? Sure. You want me to do this? Sure. You want me to speak on this panel? Yes. Um, And when she tweeted this, it really just revolutionized how I move when people approach me about collabs. It was just so simple. Will I enjoy it? Will I have fun? Will I be able to laugh and be myself and let my hair down? You know, will it stress me out? I don't want to be stressed out for anything unnecessary in 2019 you know what I mean like if you're like I want you to speak at this panel um it's gonna be 12 hours long we gotta have 16 meetings beforehand you gotta give me your presentation we also not paying you oh yeah you gotta pay for your flight Chad, that's too much stress. Yes, I want the engagement. Yes, I want to be exposed to a brand new audience. Yes, I want to build my you know resume and portfolio but if I'm not going to enjoy it, then what's the point? You know what I mean? Like for me and where I am in this space in my life, I am trying to find more joy and more peace, right? So if you come at me with all of, the, all of that math going on, I'm just going to have to politely decline because it does not align with how I want to feel in 2019. So that's something to consider. Will this new job stress you out? 
Like I'm talking about hair falling out, crying every day. Yes, the money look good. Yes, the title is awesome. Yes, you know, you get a big office in the corner that overlook Lakeshore Drive, of course. But if it's going to send you into panic mode every day and you're praying for Saturday because Monday through Friday work, then baby, that's your answer right now, right there. That's a no, because you want to make sure that in this life of getting and hustling and all that, that you are still enjoying the gift of life. And if you ain't, to me, that sounds like a no, you know what I mean? But maybe that's not something that's important to you, but it is for me and mine. So figure out, will I enjoy being a new supervisor at the school? Will I enjoy going back for summer school as a teacher? Will I enjoy what it feels like to be an entrepreneur? Will I enjoy being a blogger? Will I enjoy editing a podcast? You know what I'm saying? Figure that out. You know, I want us all to be, you know, it. Hey, listen, think life is stressful, but adding unnecessary stress is absolutely unnecessary. So figure out, will you enjoy this? Thank you, lovey Ajay, for your criteria. I love that. Will this be fun for me? Will it ignite some passion? If it's a yes, do it. If it's a no, baby. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, number three, this is so important. Um, does it pay your fee? Will it pay your bills, honey? Will it put some coinage in your purse, right? So again, my sister, she's a teacher. She's at the point of her school year where they have to decide whether they, whether she wants to take her summer vacation and live her best life and have the whole three months off or if she wants to go to summer school and teach. Now, my sister, Erin, she um, just bought a brand new car and she wants to pay it off by December because she's trying to buy some property. She just, my sister is just making money moves, honey. And so if she was stuck in that, you know, forking them road, like, dang, I want to travel and have fun this summer, but I also want to pay off my car by December. Y'all, that's a real goal of hers and she's already like seven months ahead. That girl is disciplined or you know so do I take summer school if that's her goal and it pays her fee and pays her extra you know $700 a week take it but if they're talking about something yeah come to summer school it's gonna be you gonna get a $300 stipend for three months it's a no you know what I mean like make sure that it pays what you want we just listened to Charmaine Tate she was on she was our listener win of last week um she came on and just shared how she had to decline a huge offer now Charmaine didn't get into the nitty-gritty I'm gonna tell y'all the whole truth if you want go back and listen to episode number 47 she was just talking about how she didn't take this opportunity to dance with this huge artist, right? Charmaine is a professional dancer. She's been on tour with Lil Wayne, Drake, Nicki Minaj. What's the other Bruno Mars? But his name not Bruno Mars, B.O.B. You know, like she just, she's a dancer. And this huge group asked her to tour. She auditioned. They really, really liked her, made it to the callbacks. She got the job, but it was beneath her pay rate. Not only was it beneath her pay rate, it was the lowest she would have made in her entire dancing career. It was an insult, what they offered her. And, you know, right now she's, you know, doing her freelance thing. She teaches some dance classes here and there. She would have loved to go on tour, right? Love to be with this artist. Um, she would have enjoyed it, but it just was not matching the standard that she stepped 
set financially. So she, you know, she shared with us on the podcast that she had to say no, because that did not align. And I think that was an important lesson for all of us. Sometimes that dream job ain't quite it. If it does not align with where you want to get paid, it's okay to ask for money. I think as women, we've been in grade to be like, no, good girls don't do that. No, you can't, you know, negotiate. That's only a man thing. No, it's not. You guys, L'Oreal Thompson Payton, she was on episode, I think 21, don't quote me, I'll tag her. She increased her salary by $30,000 by showing up and asking for what she wanted. Um, I will be sure to link her episode where she talks about that, but she recently did um, a webinar. It was called Ladies, Let's Get Paid. I can ask her for the link to it because it's already happened. It was April 2nd, but we have a right to ask for what we want, right? So if it does not pay you your worth and the number that you have in your head, that might be a no. But if it does, then it's a yes, right? Now, here's a little bit of a caveat, right? Let's say you are a brand new blogger or a brand new, you're a nano influencer, right? You don't have 3,000 followers, 2,000, you're at what? 200 followers, right? And a brand approaches you. And they're like, hey, girl, we love your work. We follow you on Instagram. We love how engaging your audience is. We want to gift you with free products. We want to give you our whole PR package with all the things, right? Um, in exchange for a blog post, an Instagram post, an Instagram story, and a link and logo on your blog, right? Um, and they didn't even mention money. And in your mind, you're like, I know I'm a nano influencer, but I want to make sure that I'm making at least 200 bucks, a hundred bucks or whatever. Do you take that opportunity? That's a hard space to be in, especially when you're just starting off. Um, I think shoot a shot, right? Ask for the money. Just be like, Hey, you know what? I love your work too. I love your brand, but, um, here's my rates. I, I charge $200. That's it, right? And if they counteract with that, like, hey, a lot of these brands do this, bless their hearts. Hey, we don't have the budget for right for, for that right now. That's when you could be like, oh, you know what? Maybe in the future we could work together. I love you. Bye. Or you could just be like, okay, send me the product. I want these particular products. I want the whole kit and caboodle. I want it this color. I want it, da, da, da. but say I'm only going to do an Instagram story. You have a right to negotiate the terms of your agreement, even when you're just starting off. I think a lot of us do that. We'd be like, I don't have the right credentials, or I only have a hundred followers, or I'm just starting off. I'm new. Who cares? These companies and people have money and your services um, is energy, right? You sitting there and taking the pictures, writing the posts, editing it, staying up 12, 15 hours. That that is energy, baby. And in exchange for that energy, you should be getting some energy back. And one form of energy is money, right? So um, I would shoot my shot and ask for a fee that makes sense for you. If you have 200 followers, why not ask for $200? All they can say is yes or no. I think it's important for for people to get paid, you know what I mean? And I think sometimes when we do things for free, it devalues yourself. But here's another thing. Here's another caveat. When you're first starting off, you just like, I just want some brand attention. I just want to build brand relationships. If that's your goal, then go ahead for it. But do not make it a habit to do things for free. If you are a nano influencer or micro influencer or just starting off, do not get in the habit of being free because then you'll get in a reputation. Oh, Jessica. Oh, ask her, you know, 
I'm a PR girl. Ask Jessica. She'll do it. She always does it for free. Uh uh. Maybe give yourself a limit. I know I'm just starting off. I'm going to do three free campaigns just so that I can have that. Um, you know, I can use their labels on my media kit. Like, oop, I worked for Dove. Oop, I worked for, you know, Nike. Oop, I worked. And you might have made $100 each time. No one has to know that. Once you have those brands under your belt, be like, sorry, boo. I already worked with Nike. You're going to have to come at me with 500 So there are some caveats. None of these are fast, hard rules. You are allowed to make compromise. But just give yourself some boundaries of how long you're going to compromise. Because otherwise, compromises become a habit. And habits become your life, right? So that's just something little tidbit. I don't want to be like, if they ain't paying you, girl, no. I do free stuff all the time, but there has to be an even exchange, an equal exchange of energy. If I'm going to do something for free, I want to make sure that I'm doing it to expose myself to an audience that's bigger than mine. Or I want to make sure that I'm getting on your Instagram page and I'm getting the tag and I'm getting the mention. Or, you know, your audience aligns with mine. We have the same message and sure, I'll do it for free. Other times, not so much. You know what I mean? And I'm still considered small, a small fry, even though I have tens of thousands of downloads for the podcast and, you know, almost 4,000 on Instagram. Numbers are so relative, right? To somebody, I'm big. To somebody, I'm micro. But at the end of the day, I work hard. My product's good. I'm going to ask for an exchange of energy. So please keep that in mind. Does this pay my fee? You know, um, will I enjoy it? And does it align with my goals? Number four, one question you have to ask yourself is, will I get the support I need to actually pull it off? Like my friend whose job is creating an entirely new um, role for her. She has to ask herself, okay, this is brand new. Will I get the support that I need to execute it? Right. And, um, one way you can figure that out is to figure out, did my job support me when I didn't have this role? Right. So again, with the teacher example, they want to move her up and make her a supervisor. Um, and she's a little bit nervous. Like I want to do it, but historically when I've needed new paper, they didn't give it to me. When I told them I was having trouble getting through to this parent about her son, they didn't back me up on it. When I, you know, um, needed some extra funding for this project for the kids, they gave it to me, but I had to go through all this red tape. Figure out, will you get the support that you need from those people? If that's a no and it's going to add more stress to your life, you got your answer there. You know what I mean? Like if, if, if she gets in this role and nobody's there to help, but they're putting all the blame on her, she might not want to deal with that. Or if she doesn't receive the support and she's turned on by a challenge or wants to create her own rules, go for it. But that's something to keep in mind when you're making decisions about opportunities. All right. So we talked about reconnecting with our goals and talking about, will this choice make me feel good? Finally, one last thing to check out when you're trying to make a decision is decide, will this elevate my resume or my portfolio? Um, how will it look on paper that you went from the intern and then got this promotion all the way to, you know, associate editor? Or what would it look like if you're just a blogger and you only have 600 followers, but you worked with Target and Nike? Make sure that you're making decisions that look good on paper, that'll bring some value to you and that you can use as leverage in the future, right? Again, with the influencer example, yeah, I got 600 followers. Yeah, you know, but my engagement 
engagement is at 30%. You know, anytime I post anything, I get 90 likes that shows your engagement is high. Oh yeah, by the way, I've worked with Target. Oh yeah, by the way, Nike, you know, I'm a, a, a brand ambassador for them. Use that stuff as leverage, right? Sometimes it's not about the money. Sometimes it's not about, you know, the status, but it could be about, okay, um, how, how does it look on paper, right? And if it's going to add some huge value or be an asset when you're trying to leverage something, when you're trying to collaborate or, you know, demand a higher salary, if it looks good on paper, you might want to go with it, right? So let's review really, really quickly before we end today's episode. Number one, go back and look at your goals. Number two, ask yourself, will you enjoy it? Number three, does it pay your fee, baby? Number four, will you get the support you need to pull it off? And number five, does it elevate your resume or portfolio? So in today's episode, we discovered that there are probably like five pieces of criteria you can use when you're trying to figure out whether or not to make a yes or no decision about an opportunity. Here's the thing though, make sure that you know what criteria needs to be met in order to say that yes or no. So for example, there are five pillars that you can look at. Maybe for you, maybe the opportunity only needs to meet the three out of the five, or maybe it needs to be the two out of the five, or maybe it needs to be all five. Just make sure that you know your number. All opportunities for instance, does not have to meet all five. There is always space for compromise. You can always change and be flexible. Just know your number in your head. For me, mine is three out of five. I have to enjoy it. It has to pay my fee. It has to expose me to a larger audience, right? Sometimes, sometimes that may change, but give yourself the freedom to play around with that number. It doesn't have to meet all five, or maybe it does. It's up to you. That's the whole point. So you guys, I pray that this episode helped you figure out how to say yes or no when you're presented with an opportunity. It can be so hard. Now, if you need more information um, or, you know, really struggle with saying no to things, if you're a recovering people pleaser, much like myself, please check out the episode called Getting Comfortable Saying No. That is such a good supportive episode. I will leave the link to it in the show notes. Now, speaking of show notes, if I mention anything, in today's episode that resonated with you but you weren't able to jot it down jot it down rather no worries I got your back be sure to go to norealjewelry.com and click on the SJS podcast everything that I mentioned will be in today's show notes now this is the part of the show where I ask you for a huge favor um, if this episode was a blessing to you make sure you pay it for it and bless somebody else share it share it on social media um, show it on Instagram I love that you guys always screenshot the episodes and send it to me. Tag me. I'm at No Real Jewelry. Be sure to follow me. I'm at No Real Jewelry. But be a blessing and share the show notes emails, share the blog posts, share, share, share. Another favor is please go and rate and review it in iTunes. That lets iTunes know, hey, people are really vibing with the Sunday Jumpstart message of making-ish happen. You guys, I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm rooting for you as per usual right? Um, Until next time, be blessed, stay encouraged, and I will see you next Sunday.